but nature strip. He's a force of nature today. That's his fourth grip length in front. Can he do it? Chautauqua, he's flying. Yes, there's history. But this is a blitz. It's a wing splits. Two in a row. And she joins the all-time greats of the turf. Wings has won. Hey there, Muggs. Moz here with the Bean. We're back for another exciting instalment of Two Mugs Punting. My man, how are you? Muggs, how are we? Pretty good, thanks, mate. Back at the um, the Doombin, the with the rail in the true. Says soft hype, I think I saw, but um, <laughs> I haven't seen a lick of rain. I'm not sure about that. <laughs> They're obviously watering it a bit more than I'm watering my lord at the moment. So um, yeah, I'd say it'd be good for I think by the time we get to running on Saturday. <laughs> That's it, mate. Just the the weekly groundskeepers trying to keep us guessing so they can throw us off. So yeah. mate, That's we're. Uh, <laughs> Not a bad last week. Uh, it was just one of those days, mate. I think we had uh, we both had a winner each, but I think we had three or four yeah. seconds and a couple. Yeah, there's a couple of pretty tough ones. Yeah. So we were well. It just means we're we're starting to see him again because we're back in Brisbane. That's where we do our best work. And uh, and mate, group ones as well. That's it. We're just we're going to keep the fluffing about to a minimum here, mugs, because we've got a lot to get through. Five group ones. It's the season, isn't it? Yeah, mate. It's busy, busy, busy. Four at Caulfield. It's almost like stakes day. But anyway, we'll see how we go. Well, and the thing is, mate, I'm, uh, I'm trying to look for a quiet weekend in there. But unfortunately, for the next month and a bit, there isn't one, is there? No. <laughs> They've loaded us, loaded us up. <laughs> well, mate, we might devolve into Doom and race one quick. We'll chat along the way, of course. We've got some, uh, some good things coming up in the Mugs group this weekend too. But... Race one, mate, back at Doombin, and the rail's back to the true. As you said, soft five, probably going in that good. Uh, and it's a bit of an interesting little card because I know for the first three or four races, it's going to be a bit of guesswork involved, and we get that in race one yep. with the likes of Magic Conqueror as a favourite, Palaszczuk, Lightly Race, Moon and Me seems to be up forever and a half. Uh, and a couple of yep. other lightly raced sort of three-year-olds here in the handicap that go around at the mile. Beanie boy, race one. Let's kick this off with a bloody bunter. Um, yeah, I thought um, I've actually found Eagles Forever on top here at the twelve dollars. I um, I know that Magic Conqueror is back from uh, the Toowoomba Guineas, so it looks like a pretty good horse. It's beat some pretty good horses there, and it comes up two dollars eighty. But I just thought Eagles Forever will lead um, Rails in the True, so I think on pace is going to be the place to be on Saturday because it's had a bit of a break the last few weeks. And it beat Sacred Sweet and Traduce, and Sacred Sweet came out yesterday. Dip switch from Barrier Thirteen was ridden up three wide for the first 600 and then pulled back in behind them and then just kicked away and pretty smartly, I thought. So I think it's a good horse. Yeah, so Eagles forever on top for me there. Mate, I'm uh, pretty much I'm not going to repeat what you said because you said it absolutely perfect. I'm on uh, Eagles forever as well, mate. And I guess the form is just there. Sacred Sweet, beat trumped yeah. up, one of your, uh, your many favourites. Um, but... <laughs> You know, I guess that's that's what I'm thinking too, that back in the true, we know where Eagles Forever is going to be. He was too tough last start. It was a really, really good win. Um, and those those horses that are short in the market, they're going to be relying on pace beyond and that sort of swoopers late fear, which we just might not get in race one. Simple as that. Simple yeah, as that. I think, yeah, he controls it. It should be easy. Value too, to start the day. <laughs> 
Yes, mate. Well, you're going to need some uh, some confidence because race two yeah. and three, <laughs> we've got uh, a two-year-old Phillies race at the set weights and penalties. I don't know how they do that when none of them are bloody race. Uh, and then race three, we go into the Colts and Geldings over the 10.50. Now, mate, I, uh, I saluted race one last week, the two-year-old specialist. So we've got a field of... 15, 16, 200, doesn't really matter, but you've got the Bobby Thompson, uh, Robbie Heathcote, I should say, and Benny Thompson combo on top there. Alert and ready. Uh, that started favourite there in that listed race. Uh, the Pat O'Shea at Toowoomba there lost the rider. So I guess you're taken on the faith that Kevy Kemp's got this fella, this girl right, ready for her second effort at the track. And uh, the list goes on, mate. Are you, uh, are you confident in race two here at Doombin? I'm not <laughs> at all, but I've, um, I found True Moonlight on top. Um, comes off a trial win, um, has Ormond on board. I noticed he's picked up a few rides with good rides with Maloney down south for Alligator Blood. And I just think um, if um, the, the mugs are having a good day, if Ormond has a good day, because I think he's on a few of my tips spoiler alert, later on in the day. So I'm just I'm sticking with the trial form and hoping, you know, the Heinrich stable is pretty sharp, but 650 in what's an absolute, you know, shooting in the dark pretty much. Mate, 100%. And uh, I, I feel like I'm cheating here, but I'm, I'm going the short way home. Uh, Shaluna on top there, barrier seven. Um, just again, mate, back to the trial form. And, you know, I don't really look too much into trials just because, you know, the trainer can pretty much determine what they want out of the horse that morning. But I guess with this girl, uh, she came home slickest of the morning there at Eagle Farm when they did trial there uh, and just seemed to you know, look like a racehorse. So I'm hoping that the big fella, he knows how to get a horse ready. This this girl's ready for a first up assignment at the four bucks too. So, you know, a bit of value. Yeah, there, so. mm, but we're praying and, and then we just reload and uh, shoot for the stars again and race number three, mate, because copy and paste, edit the word Philly, insert the word Colson Geldings, the boys, Prime asset on top there at $4.60, golden 80. They both come through the same trial there, Mugs, if you're going to go back and watch a few. And then you've got a few of the Mashanis uh, that are in. Mashani Operator, I guess, is the the race one of the bunch with a good second there. Is that enough for uh, for the Ross Yard, mate? No, I I um I actually went for um Bayerisque or Riche. I think it's I'm not sure how you pronounce it, we'll find out on the weekend. But um I've got Bailey Nordifin um and Stewie Kendrick here. Um I just stuck with the informed jockey here. Um it's the same sire as Alligator Blood, which was a bit of a push mm. for me, and then it ran fairly sharp in a um in a trial at the um at the sunny coast there. So I just thought uh, these young sort of two-year-olds, Bailey probably gets a bit of a pick in terms of being one of the better jockeys in Brizzy. So I thought um, I'd stick with the stick with the follow the jock here. So that's I've come up with that. I'm trying to pick a bit of value too because I just think I, I don't know the shorts in some of these races is just crazy. So see what happens. Oh, oh mate, I'll I'll take the shorts again. I feel like I'm cheating. <laughs> Again, <laughs> yeah, but I've got a look. I've got a bit of bit of form that's uh, that's sort of played out here actually with Prime Asset on top. Um, so in the uh, in the trial there was second to Shakiro for the Chris Waller Yard, which <coughs> and won the Group Three Breeders Plate last weekend in Sydney. So again, your your punt here is that you know this horse is just as ready to win as Shakiro was last week, um, but. 
I guess that's why he's favorite in this market at $4.50, So again, it's just one of those ones with two-year-olds, isn't it, mate? You just you get luck and running, you get the good run, and you're in the right place at the right time. Yeah, it's um, all following the money, I think, on the, on the day. You need the money push, I think. That's what I'll be probably yeah. looking for, just if I'm going to support them financially. <laughs> 100%. And even last week in that uh, two-year-old race at Toowoomba, I'm pretty sure that... Mashani horse that one was was a big move as well so you know the people that are making those market moves they don't know quite as much as us mugs but just as much we would say yep <laughs> inside <laughs> all righty mate but uh look moving on race four and hey the super coach comp went off with a hitch mate and i guess you're a uh, walking talking statement of figuring out the game as you go along but uh you're ready for who aren't you mate yeah, I made a few mistakes. I picked about six horses that didn't even run on Saturday. So um, that's um, that's obviously an error there, which is why I scored so poorly. But uh, anyway, we'll see if we can make make up the ground this weekend. <laughs> that's, that's it there, Mug. So so don't be deflated because uh, from this week on, we're gonna we're gonna put in some prizes for for I guess weekly efforts as well. So if you feel that uh, blew my money in week one, trust me, it can turn around pretty damn quick, and you can have a good time. Mate, but moving on, race four, we got some races to get through and we got uh, we got some horses that we know about, some horses that are a bit more reliable than those unraced two-year-olds, which we know and love. Class three, set weights, over the same distance here, Mug. So we say it most weeks, we got three races in a row here at the 1050. So if there is that little bit of a leader's pattern, I guess that's uh, what you should be looking for. The problem is here, the top two in the market, Lyrical Girl, Leadership Spill, they don't really know any other way but to push forward, go forward, dictate out in front. Two-horse race, mate, or is it a bit more broad than that? It's too many to read out. No, because no, I think there's a bit of pace in it as well. If you put in Exactamente and Gin and Bitters, and I just um, I think the draw here is pretty key. I didn't mind Gin and Bitters, but it just draws too wide. Um, I've got skins on top here for the Van Dyke camp which has been off for about a year and a bit but it knocked off um Salamade and Wookie in its first prep and those horses are city class Saturday grade horses um it's no there's no trial here so it comes in fresh and does fly fresh it had two sharp wins last prep I'm not sure if there was any injury but I just thought from the barriers from barrier seven it should be tucked in behind the speed and if it's right to go I feel like the Van Dyke camp will be um ready to go and my man Jimmy Allman's on board again so we'll be cheering Jimmy a fair bit I think on Saturday. Hey Tom uh, yeah well I'm, I'll be cheering him along in this race too I've got skins on top too mate and yeah just the the lightly race factor and even that last prep mate it's uh you know Frangipani Moon is a handy horse as well that it's, it was going around in um and I actually watched that race replay to sort of see this this, uh, this horse is sort of racing pattern and it was an absolute horror watch if you're on skins that day back in August it was. Um, so I'm taking the punt at the value. I just think uh, Lyrical Girl and Leadership Spill, good horses but haven't really beaten anything to date. So there could be a bit of yeah. value outside the favourites here. Um, I know and 05 Glory's back in here as well. I, was, I, was <laughs> say, I think I'm done. <laughs> oh, mate, I'm, I'm done there as well. But it just, again, it comes down to that barrier, you know, sort of chat that we, we just sort of went through. And, and Skins looks to be drawn pretty well here to, to just sit off them and maybe produce something. Might have a new little uh, handy horse on our cards, mate, which is, uh, which That's is right. 
which is exciting. And mate, we're going on to race number five now, and this is the listed 4X Dry, delicious beer there, thanks to 4X, <laughs> uh, Queensland Cup. <laughs> and pretty much, mate, it's looking like a repeat of the Toowoomba Cup form coming up here. And we've got fun fact coming up from Sydney, Randwick form, Rose Hill form, to just throw that little bit of a spanner in the works. So, uh, I mean, mate, there's, you know, it's a pretty, it's a pretty handy little field here. Listed race, couldn't expect anything different. But does Chris Waller win his 15,000th Queensland Middle Distance Staying Trip Cup here this weekend? No. No, yeah. no mate. No. Fun fact, um, fun fact wins this week. This is a, um, it's got, yeah, the, the Sydney Raider here is just all the class. It's, um, I like, love, uh, I love Free Fly 2 last week, just went down a lip. But I just think, fun fact from Barrier 4, Leeds, it's got the high class Sydney form. Jimmy Orman's on board again, has a recent third to Entente, which is um, pretty good Saturday grade Sydney form. And I just think it's, yeah, it's the best horse in this race. And he's bringing it up here for a kill for sure. There'd, there'd be races in Sydney this time of the year where he could get that um, get fun fact in, but comes in here just to 55 kilos it carries as well. Like, yeah, man, that that was that's the only thing I had to sort of to add to your, your convincing speech there. Um, look, last last two starts, this thing's carried 60, 61 kilos. He won't know himself carrying 55, and then you know he he's at even weights with the rest of this field. Um, Bar Allwood, who has to carry 59 kilos. So I just think that, uh, yeah, fun facts, that little bit of class factor. He's going to get it on his own as well. I can't see anything taking this thing on for 2,200 metres. No. It just might sit canner and say, see you later. Yeah. yeah, I think, yeah, it'll be pretty good watch, hopefully, that one. Well, mate, we're in a bit of a greens this week, and it looks like Jimmy Orman's uh, lined up for a bit of a, a nice, friendly gift <laughs> mate, from the mugs. Set, mate, dead set. <laughs> mate, he needs to, if he runs the card, the mugs are going to clean up. <laughs> well, we're going to clean up, and we better give him a uh, decent present. Otherwise, mate, there might be a few memes made about you coming up this week, Jimmy Orman. But, mate, before we, before we get cracked into the quaddy, there is, a, there is an exciting competition that I've got to announce mate, for the, the mugs out there. So we've, we've been in very intense discussions with, uh, with our good friends there at the Punters Experience. Uh, so what these guys do is host, I guess, a group of lads such as the mugs to a decent day out at the track. So they sort of, you know, pretty much uh, what we try to do, but no one writes back to our emails, mate. But get, uh, get the tickets sorted, put on a bit of a bar tab, put on some food and just make it a good fun day out for the lads. So big shout out to those blokes because come the end of November, we're going to be organising a bit of a mugs day out down at the old Gold Coast Turf Club. So keep your eyes on the page in the group there, Mugs, because we'll have some news about that coming up shortly. But, mate, we've got to, uh, we've got to take a bit of a kitty down and that's what the quaddies are for, isn't it, mate? Isn't it? So race six, but yep. we've got three-year-olds again, and it seems to be a bit of a sprinter's car this week. The Tangus yep. entry, it was a handy winner for, uh, for Moz a couple of weeks ago. $5 and pretty much, mate, 5 bucks the field. It's a really... Yeah, it's a tough race, this one. Open race. A few good horses returning as well, man. I mean, Glitter Strip was a, a nice winner on debut. Daisy Street, the same. Cherry, Zeri, you know, just thereabouts. Yeah. Again... 
bit of screw. Corvo's in there too. Yeah, the there's a few that are. The are back doing their thing, mate. So break it down here for the mugs. Mate, I'm, um, I think you were right last time in Batanga Century, and I just think we, um, we stick on again. Um, I mean, you Who know else? the form in your spiel, but um, it was, you know, the former ant isotope, the actuary. Um, it ran a second, has a second to Corvo when they clashed with the same weights, but Corvo got the better of him. But I think here, Batangas has a better draw, will be in behind what looks a fairly hot, tempo and shouldn't have to cover ground like Corvo if um however if if they do get a peach from Bailey I think Corvo is the main danger to um Batanga Century in this but in this race but I think second up it's just that little bit fitter and draw slightly better they're the they're the reasons I leaning that way over Corvo all right mate well you're leaning one way I'll lean the other way the Moz has got Corvo on top here there you go Exactly. So, hey, mate, we're seeing them like beach balls. This is exciting. This is this is the part of the podcast mugs every week where we get super ramped for the uh, the week ahead and then get <laughs> the air let out from all our sales. Uh, but mate, Batanga Century came back super, and as you as you said, Mozza picked it. Good on him. But I'm just hoping that Corvo's come back just that little bit of a better horse there as well. So that was the only sort of form that I could line up is that Corvo's got the scalp on Batanga Century. Um, and I guess you got the, the dream team on board, Nordeth for Gollan there as well. Good combo, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, real good combo. Um, and even just looking at the market, mate, there's not a lot between them. So I guess that's uh, that's what probably we're looking on race day to see which one sort of comes in, which one goes out. Might give you a yeah, bit of a, a bit of move, bit of a move, bit of a lead, mate. Race seven, and we sorry, Muggs, we're flying through because we've got some big bloody group ones to get through as well tonight. Uh, we've got the BM75, mate. You've got to have a good old-fashioned BM75 on a classic Doombin card. La Palmier, mate, it's just pulled our pants down the last couple of stars, hasn't he? Jeez, $2.60. Yeah. Hearts lifted for the Costa Yard. They are low-key flying. Raging pole, yeah. mate. I don't know what to make of this horse, honestly. This thing has... Well, oh, we yeah, haven't even got so it. Bit of a, yeah. yet, but uh, I don't know. I don't know. And then, look, a few of our old favourites, mate. Unguarded, written with ease, is uh, is back. Good good first up run. But you go down the list, mate, and there's, you know, even Denarius hasn't really done a lot wrong, but you're getting $51 for, for that thing ahead of his time in the same boat. I actually removed Denarius out of my black book this week just because it was giving me the shits. It keeps popping up. There you go. <laughs> at, well, at stupid prices, and I have 10 and 15 each way or something, and it just is never any good. So I, it'll probably win this week now I've said that. So there's a spoiler for the mucks. You'll be happy to know I, I won't be celebrating either, mate, because I'm not on Denarius. Who are we backing though? What's um, riding? That's what I need to check first. <laughs> yeah, I think I'd need to just learn my lesson and just look. I think I need to just learn my lesson and put La Palmiere on top here, mate. I just think, um, you know, it comes off of just a super win at Toowoomba. Um, you know, it just, it flies second up after that small break. I mean, it might get taken on by Conquer the Stars, but if the rail's as hot as I'm predicting, it's the class, goal and polish. I just think it should be winning, to be honest. And $2.60 is the bottom end of the price, but in this field, the only danger is hearts lifted and, yeah. Mate, I'm, I'm not as... Uh... As smart as you, uh, I am not learning my lesson. I just think the query <laughs> is on La Palmiere, the twelve hundred meters. Um, you know, it's been brilliant. You know, its last two wins at the thousand, at the ten fifty. But going back through its form, I don't know if it was just tougher competition or what the case might have been. But the results 
just aren't doing it for me. He might have come back a different horse, don't get me wrong, and again, egg on my face for the third week in a row. But I'm taking uh, <laughs> I'm taking it on again. Last time, three strikes, yep. but hearts lifted for me. Just that uh, yep. last start, Chico Malagro was absolutely truckloading home this thing. So I just think for barrier seven, it might just be able to sit a little bit handier. There is a bit of pace outside of it. So that's only going to help my cause. Uh, and just hoping that it, you know, they are running on. That's going to be the big thing come race seven at Doombin. So La Palmier, if it's on pace, looks to get in line and can't you check, mate, if they're running on. Yeah, it's more if it gets taken on. If it gets taken on at all, I'm in trouble. But if it does have its own way out in front, and there's a few that might take it on, I think it could just steal it maybe. Yep, interesting race, mate. Interesting race. And it's, uh, it gets more interesting. The go the Maroons. Yeah, best race of the card coming up. It is. It's a bit of a Wheatwood version two here. Um, over the 1,200, the handicap comes into play here, though, Muggs. So check the weights because there's uh, there's been a few swings here that hopefully one of us can get onto. But the Odyssey, I think it was just, I don't know, didn't handle the track. Too bad to be true. That's yep. that's pretty much all I could find from the Sweetie Yard as well. So Red Chase, mate, looks to come back super. Second line of betting there. You know, Jaden Tom, again, how can you argue with the win? It was three wide the trip and absolutely put him to the sword. So there's, I think there's six runners here under that $10 mark. That's how competitive this field is. Uh, and you still got, you know... Still got six other horses that are probably a bit of a chance in a, a bit of a roughly run at 1,200-metre race here, mate. Yeah, I, I, I've literally written what you said. Too bad to be true for the Odyssey. That's who I found on top. I just think the three-kilo claimer here picks up weight um, on Red Chase. Jaden Tom draws better in seven, uh, should be leading, which leans to obviously that, you know, rail that I'm talking about. I've been chatting about the whole podcast. Um, Fiery Hearts and Mr. Marbles are obviously a bit of a worry, but um, it's come out and beat Just Storm, who's flying, and Alligator Blood, who's in a group two in Sydney, and we're getting $4.60. Um, that's, a, that's a bet for me. That's, I just can't. You can't go past the form and just forget last run. Yeah, yeah, mate. I'll be look. I'll be having to say that, but I've got I've got one at a uh, bit of value street. So Moss has picked a few favourites this week, so I had to roughy it up a little bit, didn't I? Freddy I reckon Fox. I can get. I reckon I can. Uh, yeah, that's what I was going to say. I reckon I can guess it's Freddie Foxtrot. Freddie Foxtrot, mate. The big boy yeah, is back. I knew. Second up, it uh, look. It wasn't wasn't meant to do anything first up. It was first up in Zoo Styles race. So that was 900 metres, a soft track, doesn't go on a soft. We've talked that it uh, should be a bit of a good here. But I think a few of these horses, you know, Jaden Tom, perfect example, six from seven first up. First up wins the Wheatwood. I think that might have been a bit of a grand final for a few of these horses that are just backing up because they may have had a bit of a disappointing run. So... Freddie Foxtrot second up, I think, is building to something this campaign. Uh, and he just gets back out to the 1,200 here. Again, he's one of those horses that will sit handy. So if there is a bit of pace on show, at least uh, I'm going to hopefully be in a position to look to be peeling out and doing something for Mozart. Go the Fox. 23 bucks, mate. That's yeah. how open this field is. Yeah, and he's, got, and he's got super second up form as well. Like, just flies yep. second up. Beautiful. All right. I'm pumped, mate. I'm pumped. Because I'm going to need to be. Cops are after us because we're robbing the Yeah, they're chasing you down, mate. <laughs> I've done something else wrong, which I don't know about yet. But ZM yeah. 
comeback super. Two from two fisty cups there. Again, mate, we got five bucks a field here. This just shows it's a it is a bit of a handy card this weekend at Doom and Mugs. So I know the last couple of weeks probably haven't been too flash racing wise or the mugs tipping wise, but we've got some real juicy <laughs> Juicy horses to dig into this week. Fisty Cuffs, Beaufort Park, same thing, mate. They've all come back super. She's the boss. That's been a favourite, mate. Ditmus is even in there. And Ditmus is paying $13, mate. Again, we've got yeah. uh, the list just goes on and on and on here. We can't name them all mugs because we're on a time restriction here. Mate, get out stakes before we jump into group one. Who's got it? Mate, fisticuffs for me. I, I've got no reason to jump off. It did the job last start, and I thought it's um, it's win last start was um, was actually super. I know Ziemba is um, is flying, but I think drawing one and being a back marker is a bit of a problem. I don't really like where it lands in the run. It could be six back the rails, and that's not the place to be at Doombin on what may be a leader bias track. Um, I think I've seen fisticuffs run on and sort of sit off midfield. It says back marker in the books, but I don't, I don't put it there. I think it'll probably be three back one out ideally. And if he can be up around there, um, I just think he could catch ZM napping. Who's the main danger in this race to fisticuffs getting the chocolates, I think. So fisticuffs, $5, good way to finish the day. Man, you take the dark shocks. I'll take the white chocolates. Ziember on top for me, mate. Just, Feel like fisty cuffs just can't really fault <coughs> so far. Um, I am uh, I am very aware of the danger of barrier one there for a horse like Ziemba, but it's been it's been the issue the last two runs that we've sort of made note of, um, and it's just split still gets it done. <laughs> yeah, so I uh, just can't jump off the winning form. I mean, Seth Thornton obviously just gets his horse up and about. She's had uh, two rides for two wins. On Ziemba, so I'm sticking yep. strong with Ziemba there to bring it home for the mugs in race number nine. So, mate, group one fever. We've got Guinea's Day from Caulfield. We've got Spring Champion Stakes up there in Sydney. And it just gets yep. better. So we're going to pump through them tonight, mugs. Next week on the podcast, we're going to do a bit of a Everest slash Caulfield Cup special edition. So make sure you're tuned. Which one do you want to start with, though, mate? I'll let you choose. Um, let's go to Randwick to begin with, I think, mate. Randwick. So we're at Randwick. Spring yeah. Champion Stakes. Race seven, 2,000 metres. It looks to be a good track there. And you've got Montefilia backing up, mate, at the favourite. Love Tap 4 from 4, the Hype Horse. And Cherry Tortoni is up from Melbourne. So a bit of dynamic there. Yeah, it's an interesting race, actually. I think, um, I think, I mean, Love Tap's pretty hard to knock. Um, it will be probably leading on its own, but um, draws the fourteen. And I've off the back of that, I'm um, I'm sticking with Cherry Tortoni because I heard Billy Egan speak about this horse, and he has a super. He's obviously not gone down to Sydney. He has a super high opinion of it, um, and I think Ryan Maloney here draws the four. Comes off a a really good um, last. Last race, second to Glenn Fiddick, who probably starts favourite in the Guineas on the weekend if he wasn't um, crook. And I just think with that form around, um, I think it can give a bit of a shake. I mean, Montefilia will probably get the 2,000. It looked like it was only getting going in its um, in the win last week. But um, and I have tipped Hungry Heart down in Mel uh, down in Melbourne, so I probably should. He's sticking around Montefilia because that form ties in well. But I think Cherry Tortoni getting doubly odd, 650 that's a pretty good price. 
Yeah, mate, 100%. Big Ryan Maloney, mate. He could be in for a field day. Of course, rides alligator blood there in the Silver Eagles, so be sure to cheer home the champ there. But, yep, I'm on top, mate. This horse just screams out, you know, for distance. and It's it just needs be- further. It hasn't got to yeah. the trip yet. So. Oh, exactly. And, look, as you said, was and was absolutely coming home with a storm there behind Glenfiddich as well there, Muggs. It wasn't just a, a second uh, on the day, so... Yep, on top, love tap. I think it's just going to have to do too much work. Barrier 14, yep. it's, you know, four from four. I hope they boot up inside it. That's the key. Yeah. Yep. Well, in group one races, mate, you don't get your own way. If you do, yeah. you've stole it. That's what the uh, the cops were, were there for. Yeah. <laughs> All right, mate. Look, that's, uh, so it's only the one group one there in Sydney. We're going to move down to the old Mexicans there in Victoria. I think we'll uh, we'll start with the easy one. We've got the Group One, the Ned Stakes. What the hell? Anyway, all right. Sponsorship one hundred and one. We hate Neds. We're not going to plug them. So we've got the Group One Stakes, mate. <laughs> Russian Camelot, dollar fifty. Is it as simple yeah. as that? I think it is. Yeah, for certain. Certain as the sun rising, mate. It's a lock. There's um, yeah, it's a superstar. I think uh, I think what you'll see here, Muggs, is if it just wins this on three legs, Cox Plate. Looks to be all over as well. So, yeah, we'll watch that. <laughs> it's Thousand guineas. Thousand guineas, mate. Hungry heart. You said you, you gave a bit of a spoiler there. $3.40 again. Uh, and it's a bit of the same case here. You've got instant celebrity who's four from four and short at the odds here. That is the dynamic. Is there anything else outside hungry heart that catches your eye? You're pretty set. Um, no, I thought um, I thought I did have Night Raid. I thought Night Raid could give it a shake from a lead, but on its last run, that was fourteen hundred. This is sixteen hundred. He just didn't run out even a strong fourteen hundred. Really, I quite like Night Raid as a horse, but it just instant celebrities went straight past it, and then so did half the field in the final fifty. So the extra distance is not going to help. And I just think here, Hungry Heart on top. The main reason is um, the Sydney horses are just better at the moment. I mean, Thermosphere's in here. It came down and knocked them off last start. I just think they're just better quality animals at this particular point in time and on top for me. All right, mate. Well, I'm, uh, I'm on one of the locals here. I've gone Odium for Mickey Walker in the Kent Junior Yard. Um, yep. I did 15 bucks as well. And spoiler alert, I've actually got a bit of 26 to 1 piece, so you know what happens next. Um <laughs> You're spot on there with uh, with that 1400 meter one. This this fellow obviously won his this girl sorry won her last start the 1400, uh, and that was you know blanket finish with Aiden's Field who's in the race there as well. But this girl just kept going, kept going, kept going, and looked to be you know coming again there on the line. So I think the distance is going to be no drama, and just has that little bit of uh, I guess mongrel in her to be able to to be able to handle the pressure if it, if it is a pretty hot race up front so a bit of value there for your monks to chuck into your water exotics then we go to the boys the Caulfield guineas mate and the golden yep. the golden rose winner there old Kirk who uh <laughs> surprised some of us not all of us but lines up here against some real good Colts and Geldings. You've got Tagaloa, King's Legacy, Mwanga, the bit of the hype horse in this field. And, you know, even even horses like uh, Mamaramagan. Mamaragan. Last prep, mate, this yep. thing was, uh, it was group one favourite, but you're getting $41 for, for something yes. like a horse if it turns up. So, uh, yeah, go for it. Mate, 
Tagaloa is being missed in the market here for sure. I mean, it draws three. It gets the jockey who seems to get the rides he wants this time of year in Craig Williams. What? What's What's Michael Walker on? Is he not run, run in this race? Like, what, how? No. Why, how could he possibly have jumped off? They They have taken him off the ride. Um, I think it was wow. from. Uh, I think it was from two starts ago. Finished third. And apparently it was just a uh, owner's decision yep. to have the big time jockey on. But yeah, if you're on Tagaloa two starts ago, you wouldn't be arguing with the owner's decision, such as myself. Yeah, yeah. It's um. I just think yeah, the form just stacks up. Like it's fourth to Fine, who was you know close to favourite in the Everest, and now the injury concerns and that loss to Rothfire, perhaps not anymore. Um, runs a sixth to Behemoth, who's in the Everest now in the Sir Rupert Clark, and just lines up so well in terms of luck in running and all that kind of stuff. Because it doesn't have to lead; it can if it needs to. But there's a few others here with a bit of pace, like Crosshaven, and then you've got Grand Slam and stuff like that that will probably try and boot forward. And I just think. Williams will have it, you know, one out, one back, probably no sitting fourth, do. and it just it just gets the run of the race. I just think it's yeah on top for me. Very good bet, probably best of the card at Caulfield, I reckon. Okay, all right, that's some confidence there. Well, look, I know one horse that's absolutely going to relish the mile, uh, and that's King's Legacy on top for me. Huey Bowman, mate, this is his chance to perhaps win some love back with the Moz and the Mugs. But if you look at uh, <laughs> well. He rode King's Legacy in the Golden Rose and a bit could be said about the ride that he rode uh, because King's Legacy could have almost won that as well. It was it was a matter of in or out, he chose in, should have gone out, rest is history. But uh, yeah. this horse, you know, we, we saw it up uh, up here last prep in Queensland and just the further this thing gets to the mile, to even to the 2,000, is going to absolutely relish. So, yeah, I'm on board. Snowden's there. fly in these races too. They take one down and just if the amount of times they get the job done when they go down there is ridiculous. They know what to do. And to bring us home, mates, last group one of the card there at Caulfield, the Group 1 two-rack handicap. So we've had a few of these handicap races the last couple of fortnights. Unfortunately, Behemoth isn't in there to salute for us. Uh, and, mate, this could be the difference because on the Group 1 leaderboard that the Mugs are currently running, Moss has picked four Group 1 winners. The Bean's on three. So you're not out of it yet, mate. But I think this weekend... Yeah, it's tight. It's tight. I thought it was 4-2, to be honest. I thought you were beating me by a couple, but that's all right. <laughs> I did as well, but I had to do a count back just to make sure. So you're lucky I did. <laughs> but Buffalo River, mate, uh, $4 favourite and probably is the only horse that really gets, I guess, any sort of weight advantage here. 53 kilos, Williams on board, uh, Junie Powell's been flying, I'm Superman's been flying, Superstorm, I don't know what to make of that thing anymore, but you get the wizard on board, Willie Pike. Uh, if anyone can get Superstorm home, he can. <laughs> yeah, geez. But, mate, last race that we'll go over, have you found some value for the mugs or is it the short way home in the river? No, a bit of value. I thought, I'm, I'm, don't get me wrong, Buffalo River's going to be pretty hard to beat because you get Williams on again. I think he almost rides best at Caulfield more than any other track in the country, to be quite frank. But I just thought I'm Superman's just been missed here. It's the um, it's the overseas horse who's been running pretty well. And I've got the P&P Snowden there again. They're sneaking around. But um, comes to the track. It's one track and distance before. Went back up to Sydney. McAvoy rode it, got the job done up there. And then comes back here. Just 
it looks like a bit of a set plan, just a shifting it around like that and just getting that right race. And I think probably third up here, a fourth up here, no, third up here, sorry, targeting this race potentially. The 1600 is the key. And you're getting Mark Zara back on board after it went up to Sydney. And he is an absolute gun. Draws the seven. It'll be stalking the river the whole way. Awesome, mate. Well, I'm going to leave leave the mugs tonight with an absolutely what the hell goes through that bloke's mind. If you look down at the bottom of the odds there, mate, the horse called Harlech paying $51 to one. So this thing over from New Zealand and one of uh, the punting rules that Moz follows is don't back these Kiwis first up, but it's form... It's a sit back, absolutely storm home kind of horse. So it's gonna, well, it's gonna get the speed. It's just whether it has the luck in running to be able to do that. So over from Kiwiland, mate, last start at Corford, it was absolutely winding up um, and Behemoth absolutely flattened it and then got flattened again, just sort of counted through the line. So I think on that run, the market probably represents the, you know, the 15th or whatever it was rather than the run itself. But I'm going to take a bit of a punt, as they say, um, because I think, you know, this horse could have a little bit of X factor there as well. So that'd be pretty handy. A bit, of probably, a bit of probability form there too, which is good it from is the Karakabins, A bit of catalyst form. I mean, so that's that's as good as New Zealand form as you could possibly get. Um, yeah. You know, what else can you do? Up to the mile, boom. Just has to run on, get the run. Simple as that. What did it draw? What's it drawn? Yeah, it's drawn barriers, barrier four. So again, oh, it's, you know, perfect. I it'll guess be right in behind them. It'd be right in behind them, um, and it's just that the classic Caulfield track, though. It's just that sharp turn into the straight, and if your your horse probably is in the right position, it could get messy really quick. But mate, it's an exciting weekend, isn't it? Mate, if you catch Mickey D, you're if you catch Mickey D, you're a bloody genius. I can't catch that boy. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, too, I'm not too wrapped about that, but uh, he might be in the in the winners list with Jimmy Orman after the weekend, mate. Mate, yeah, that's right. Back to Dooman, Beans Banger, Moz's must have. What's your best of the day, big boy? Mate, Beans Banger, I just think race five, fun fact, $3.50. That's a super bet at the odds. I just think leads all the way, kicks on the turn, and that 300 metre straight will feel like 50 the way fun fact will be that far in front. Mate, I'm a, well, we need, to, we need to absolutely steal this one. So I'm on board with you. Fun fact for the, the team mugs, mate. This is to get us right back into winning form, coming into the good time of the year where we've got the big, big races coming up here in Brisbane. Forget bloody Caulfield, Flemington, Ramwick. This is where it's at. This is where yeah, it's at. We've got the two-year-olds back. This is what we need. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, God. Alrighty, Mugs. Well, look, that's enough from us. If you haven't yet, make sure you're joining our group. Follow us on the socials because uh, we've got a few competitions coming up this weekend as well as plenty of racing and plenty of tips that we love getting out of you guys and girls. That's right. All right. See ya. <laughs> see ya, Mugs. <laughs>